This podcast contains strong language and adult themes. Listener's discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to A Page Too Far. My name is yet to be determined, and with me as always is my co-host, the bug from Hakuna Matata, the musical sing-along scene from The Lion King One and a Half. It's been a long time since I've seen One and a Half. Yeah, I, I know. saw it once. Yeah. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my darling gal. That's R- ragtime gal. R- whatever. I mean, he's maybe singing it's and dancing, gal. right? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay, we're done here. Yeah. Well, so the bug is <laughs> the bug. Is, you know how, like in a musical, they'll have the words on the screen and they'll have the dot to show you where the lyrics are. Like, where, where oh yeah, yeah, are, yeah, like, yeah. The bug is the dot. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. There was no way you could know that. Anyway, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. You got a clock. I did get a clock because uh, you were you <laughs> complained once <laughs> that I didn't have a clock in my apartment, so I bought a clock. And yeah. then you walked in and you said that looks like the stereotypical schoolhouse clock. Yeah, I also didn't say that was. It. I I also followed that up with that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't believe you. It's not a bad thing. Whatever. It's I have a, a clock now. Leave it alone. Clock. It it's it's better than. Look, it's better than the clock that was in my barbershop that was just, like, the hands were a pair of scissors. Oh, that's so boring. Were, it was boring, I and it was cliched, it was lame. I would have had a, a, a guy with his mustache as the arms, mm, or, mm-hmm. or, like, a girl with pigtails that have, so, I don't know. Yeah. Something related to, not saying scissors aren't related, but that's, that's, an, that's too obvious. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so this this week, I read... The Angel Doll. Okay. By Jerry Bledsoe. Bledsoe. I, I assume that's how it's B-L-E-D-S-O-E. Oh, yeah. Bledsoe. Interesting. Yeah. It's uh, it's published by St. Martin's Press, copyright 1996, but apparently it's originally from the 40s. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's also 85 pages long. Here. That is nothing. It's not. It's it's 85 pages long, and I also didn't realize it's the large print edition. Take oh a look. Oh, my God. That's a creepy-ass angel on the oh, front. Oh, it's horrifying. It's 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 very much the, like, you go to a grandma's house, and she has a collection of dolls, and they're all creepy. Right, right. It's that. My God. And then the, the, the type is so large. This is the book you give to a kid that just got away from picture books. Pretty much. This is, that's how big the type is. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty much exactly what it is. It's either that or for the grandma who can't see. Right. So this is uh this is thirty eight pages, really. Pretty much. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Thereabout. <laughs> Let's dive in. In the first chapter, we meet a man and his wife Linda. They are decorating for Christmas. What does the man smell like? I don't know what he smells like. Probably musk. Okay. Um, we never learn his name, and he is the protagonist. So I call him lovingly. Man. Man? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Man? Most of the story, he'll just be man. Okay, okay. Right now, he's Mr. Man. The man, being a man, has been barred from any design choices, and the only thing he does is pull out this angel doll from, like, the decoration bin. Okay. Uh, It has a white dress, wings detached through wires that are, like, sewn into the back. Uh, It has a halo wreathed in gold wire that's kind of comes up from the back of the head through, through wire and the halo. Uh, it reminds the man of a very special Christmas almost 50 years ago when he was 10. If he's the reason that doll is in their house, then no wonder he's been barred from making design decisions. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I find that funny, too, because in my family, my dad always did the decorating and my mom, like, like my dad did the outside. My mom did the inside. So they both collaborated. Right. And it wasn't like, oh, only the girls can decorate and the guys just do the heavy lifting. 
It, it wasn't like that at all. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was also allowed to decorate my room, which was dope. So anyway, uh, the doll reminds the man of a very special Christmas 50 years ago when he was 10. That was four pages. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yep. Man wanted a bike. This is a flashback now. Okay. Rest okay. of the story is a flashback. Mr. Man wanted a bike. That's why I said he's not really a mister because he's 10. You can be a mister like, at 10. You, no, you totally can. But I wanted to distinguish between Mr. Man and man because there's two different men. Like, well, there's two oh, different okay. ages. What, what about Mr. Dad? And then, or are you talking about just his present day as opposed there's, to the There's flashback? present day and there's flashback. Uh, uh, hang on. I'll think of something. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah. Give me a minute. Mm-hmm. Is there, is there any uh, mention of his skin tone at any point in the book? Not specifically, no. <laughs> okay. Let's, <laughs> let's say for the sake of, of just naming him. Okay. Uh, tanning takes time okay so the older guy should be mr tan and the younger guy mr man okay. or no, we'll have the, the older guy be mr man the younger guy me be mr stan <laughs> with baby man and mr man but baby man is actually 10 okay baby man baby man mr man. good enough yeah 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 see that was easy why didn't i think of that i don't know uh so baby man wanted a bike but he knew it would put too much strain on his parents to buy it since his dad only made 45 dollars a week Okay. Now, this is, so my understanding is that this was copyright in the 90s, written in the 40s, and then this is almost 50 years ago. So this is like 1895. Okay. Okay. That's my best guess. Man has a paper route, a uh, baby man has a paper. I'm not going to say baby man every time. Just assume <laughs> it's baby man unless I specify otherwise. Okay. Has a paper route that he shares with his friend, Whitey Black. Hold, okay. Now hold on. Yeah. So, so Whitey Black. I'm going to take a stab at this. I got about a 50-50 shot here. Uh-huh. He's black. Doesn't say specifically. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. So, Whitey Black yeah. is a cartoon sketch come to life, and he is only <laughs> black lines and the white space in between those lines. Like Doodle Bob. It might be. Sure. I'm going with that. I'm okay. going with that. All right. Because the alternative is a, a weird name. <laughs> A racially charged name. Well, his his first name is James, but he goes by Jimmy, but he wants to be called Whitey. What? So his last name is Black? His last name is Black. Okay. So, uh, okay. So, so Whitey Black. Whitey Black. Why does he want to be called Whitey? I don't know. It's just like when you're young and you make up a nickname for yourself. I actually did that once. Yeah? What was your it, nickname? It was embarrassing. What was it? Because I, I, I wanted to be called Babs. Babs, which is a a, a woman's yeah, name. I know it for Barbara. Yeah, but I just like how it sounded. Babs. So I was like, I want to be called Babs. I wanted to be Callan. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. The paper route they shared nets them each a buck thirty on a good week, which is pretty good for a kid in eighteen ninety five. I guess I have um, no concept of the economy back at that time. He says like an RC cola costs something like a nickel, and a vanilla milkshake. Or no, a vanilla milkshake costs a nickel, and RC Cola costs like 10 cents. Um, they have penny candy. Movie ticket is like 90 cents? Still doesn't seem like a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, they're 10. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, you do a paper out two days a week. It's Tuesdays and Thursdays, so you do it two days a oh, week. Oh, okay. I thought it was like every morning. No. That's no. not bad at all. Then. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. But he wants the bike so that he can up the paper route, work for a different paper, and potentially make $12 a week. Damn. That's what I said. That's bonkers because he said his dad makes $45 a week. Yeah. So that's like saying a, like a tradesman makes 50000 a year today. Uh-huh. And his 10-year-old son makes 20000 
<laughs> That's what yeah. that equates to. It's obviously a little bit different because you're paying them in singles and, you know, yada, yada. Right, right. Instead of like 20 grand. But, uh, but yeah. So man met Whitey one year earlier uh, when man was helping out a local charity hand out food for Thanksgiving. Right. Uh, Whitey's mom was one of the recipients. They had just moved to town and they moved there with a man who wasn't Whitey's father. And then he left shortly after. And there's hints that he was abusive, but okay. man was also 10, so didn't fully know what was going on. Okay. But Whitey hated the fact that his family needed charity. And so, like, he helped carry the food in. Right. And then just, like, slammed the door and didn't want to. I thought you were going to say slam the food in the ground. <laughs> no, no, no. No, but it's it's very much like the, um, there's, there's a certain pride in being poorer. Okay. Um, and having been on the, uh, both the donating end and the receiving end of like a charity like that. Right. I, yeah, I get it. There's, there can be a little like, thank, thank you for the help, but we can make it on our own kind of a thing. Right. Even if you can't. I never had a, a sense of pride as a, uh, as a kid. I was just yeah. like, oh, free shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I know what you mean. I, I, I know what you mean. Um, also, Whitey's younger sister, uh, Sandra, has polio. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's also called Greeny. <laughs> nice. So Whitey and Mann found themselves working to stuff papers at the Tribune a few months later. And after a scrap where there's an old coworker who would poke Whitey, but Whitey thinks it was Mann doing it. So then Whitey's like, stop doing that. Right. Stop doing that. And then they fight. Uh, the, the boss says, yo, uh, you two are going to be sharing a route if you can work together. Okay. And they're like, oh, we'll, we'll be good. We can work together. We promise. Right. Right. So, so then they get the paper out, um, in their time together, uh, they discuss Whitey's sister. Sandy was obsessed with angels. Her favorite book is a book called the littlest angel who gives the baby Jesus all he has, uh, which is a couple Robin eggshells and a butterfly. That's, and that's, that's pretty pathetic. That's the littlest I, I angels. I would be disappointed if I yeah, got that. I think I read of... that book. Um, the littlest angel. I think, I, I think I had it as a as a wee tot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's very much the, everyone's giving, it's the little drummer boy. Everyone's giving him gold and shit. And what do I have? The song? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> a, it's, it's very much a, a, an evangelical, like, it doesn't matter what you give to Jesus. Just, just give him what you have. Surrender all yada, yada. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. You know, you know the story. Sandra asks Whitey if she'll be an angel. And he replies, you already are. Which, Aww. brightens her day <laughs> go on <laughs> I, was just, I was thinking a horrible thing were you thinking that he was going to pull out a shotgun and, yeah it's like yeah, you're going to no, be because that's what I was thinking too. oh my god <laughs> Jesus you're already an angel sis <laughs> oh man one day Whitey and man are talking about what they're doing for Christmas and Whitey says that Sandy wants an angel doll they look everywhere and they find dolls and they find angels but they don't find any angel dolls I got a sex doll and a dead eagle. We could tear his wings off and put it on the sex doll. I want to say you're kind of close, but, oh also, my God. but also not really. Right. Okay. Uh, they decide to buy another doll and see if somebody can make an angel outfit for it. Okay. Okay. So, you know, you're kind of close in that they do have a thing that they then turn into a thing. Right. Right. But it's not a sex doll and an eagle. It, <laughs> and I'm guessing that's going to turn into the doll that transported them back in time and it looks horrible and they did a terrible job <laughs> maybe 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 unrelated so they have a friend who uh who knows how to sew so they go to her to see if she can 
like they they don't buy the doll they tell her hey we found a doll and and we want to turn it into an angel for sandy okay can you help us with this and she says sure uh, and whitey says well what are you going to charge me and she says nothing he says no no no, i, I need to pay you like i want to pay right you. it's a pride thing again pretty much so they go to collect the money to buy the doll and uh on their paper route man doesn't see whitey for a while whitey shows up later in tears saying that he lost his money all of it it's gone shit they spend the night looking for it but no one has seen it and there's no sign of it fucking angel mugged him yeah maybe <laughs> just came down and hey kid you haven't been tithing, motherfucker! <laughs> Hits him in the face. <laughs> Eventually, Man gives up and goes home, but Whitey continues the search. Whitey shows up the next morning at Man's house saying he found the money. It was in the lining of his jacket. He had a hole in his pocket that he didn't know was there. Uh-huh. Dumbass. Yeah. You didn't hear a jingling or... Uh, this All bills? Was, this was a roll of bills. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But they also mentioned, like, they're going door to door saying, like, hey, did, did you find... Like, I dropped some money. Did you find it? Like... You, <laughs> it's so innocent yeah it's adorable yeah because this is also the time when kids could have a paper route at 10 and mm-hmm. not worry about anything so they go to buy the doll but it's gone oh no but not really the clerk hid it behind the counter because somebody came in and was looking at it so they set it aside <laughs> to make sure um if that person came back that it was ready this is these feel like fake outs it, they very much are it's it's annoying. They're resolved within like half a page. <laughs> yeah, that's really okay. Yeah, I think that's the, really the last one. Okay, like that. Um, but it very much felt like we need to add some kind of tension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the clerk had somebody look at it, so they put it under the counter in case that person came back. Whitey buys it, happy as can be. There's a really cute scene here where uh, uh, Baby Man's family takes Whitey out to cut down a tree. Um, they go searching through the forest and find the best one. Okay, they have a 22 that they use to shoot down mistletoe clumps. What? Um, so like mistletoe's growing in the in the boughs of trees. With a gun. And they shoot it because it's fun. It's That's dangerous. <laughs> this is 1895. D- didn't they know back then that bullets come back down? Yeah. So <laughs> the best part is that uh it says like Whitey and Baby Man had their chances each, but when it got too expensive in the cost of shells, the dad took it and shot it down in one in one go. So they're just sucking. It's just, yeah, just wasting ammunition. Yep. And potentially endangering somebody else further down the yeah, line. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Um, man is uh, is told by the friend, this is the friend who's altering the doll. Man is told by the friend that the doll is ready to go. So he and Whitey go to collect it. She charges him a dollar on his insistence. Um, she also says that the previous outfit that the doll had, uh, somebody was willing to buy that who collected dolls. Uh-huh. So that offset the cost of the materials. So the dollar is just her work like because Whitey's insisting and she agrees to hold it for Whitey until Christmas Eve. So his sister doesn't see it. Okay. Okay. Christmas Eve comes and man is so excited. He's listening for sounds of the new bike that he hopes for. Wants a new bike. So for the paper route listening for a bell. He's, he's listening spokes? for like spokes for any sign of like, damn, this bike's too big. You know, uh, like any, he's, he's in bed and he's just excited. His brother wakes him up in the middle of the night saying Santa came and they sneak out to see their gifts, including a new bike. Nice. <gasps> There's no sleeping for the rest of the night, of course. They're too excited. Okay. Their dad's okay. like, get back to bed. And they go, but they don't fall asleep. On Christmas Day, uh, Whitey is riding his bike up and down the street. I'm uh, not Whitey. I'm sorry. Man. Man right. is riding his bike okay. up and down the street. I thought Whitey stole his bike there. For no, sure. no, no. I, miss, I'm, I misspoke. Uh, and the friend comes by in the afternoon to see if man had seen Whitey. 
uh, Whitey never came to pick up the doll. Uh-oh. Man goes to find him and sees him walking around out in front of his house, and there's more cars in front of his house than normal. Oh, don't. Don't do this. Don't. His sister's fine. She's fine. She's in an iron lung. She's not. She's gonna survive. She's dead. She's a fighter! She was, but she lost. Now she's an angel. Now she's an angel. (laughs) And he never had the chance to give her a doll. Man. That day, Whitey and his mom left town to bury his sister where she was born in another state. And man never saw Whitey again. That sucks. Man became an author. uh, And at his first book signing, the friend came by with the angel doll. This is like 25 years later. Okay. And she says, Whitey never did come to pick it up. I always thought he would, but he never did. She gives it to the man and... Later, he's drinking coffee at a diner, and he sees a little girl with a tiny angel doll that looks exactly like the one he has. And he asks her parents where they got it. Well, it came from the children's hospital. Turns out, an anonymous donor every year makes sure each kid gets an angel doll. Hmm. Good on you, Whitey. It, it still kind of weirds me out that he's called Whitey. Yeah. So it's weird. Yeah. That's, uh, but that, that's cool. That's the, that's the book. Don't... That's not the end of the book. That's the end of the book. No, there needs to be a twist where all the dolls are laced with anthrax because Whitey has become twisted and bitter over the death (laughs) of his sister. And if I can't have, if if I have an angel, everyone else has one too. And then Mr. Man has to go track him down. Yeah. And then it turns out that Whitey has been doing genetic research. Oh. And he has genetically modified himself to have wings. So he can oh. fly, <laughs> and then Mr. Man has to go get his old bike, because it turns out it has magical properties ah. that allow him to fly on the bike, and they have to duke it out over the city, <laughs> both flying. And he ends up he ends up blowing up Whitey by putting C4 inside the angel doll. Yes. And using it to stun him, and then- He shoves it up his ass yeah. and <laughs> blows up. Yeah. Yeah. See, we just made a better book than this book. <laughs> we did. We did. That was uh that was a pamphlet. It was. And it was longer it, than your pamphlet, but it was also shorter than your pamphlet. Right. And it's it's also just fundraiser for uh St. Vincent St. Jude's or St. Jude's Hospital for Children. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Do you want to do ratings? That was around 30 minutes. Yeah. And and I, I might have to cut a few things, so it's going to be even shorter. Yeah, do the rating. <laughs> I can't go to rating yet. There's stuff that... Do what, the is there anything to talk about? Anything? No. Let's talk about polio. No. That's a fascinating subject. We're not going to... We're not going to... I don't know enough about polio to vamp <laughs> 15 minutes. Get vaccinated. Vaccines are good, right? Vaccines are good. Let's talk about vaccines. Do how the good rating. they are. <laughs> do the rating. It's fine. It's fine. It's all fine. Everything's fine. So on this show, at the end of every episode, which I don't know if I would qualify this as an episode, but I guess it's an episode, the person who read the book must give the book a rating, and our rating system has five levels to it. Uh, the bottom one is a genetically modified supervillain mm-hmm. handing out ath- anthrax. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second level is a really scary-looking angel doll that has sentimental value to it. Uh, the third level is a bike it's, it's just a bike <laughs> not the magic bike no it's just a bike okay it's neutral it's completely okay. unbiased and unadulterated all right uh and then the fourth level is uh the the lady 
the who made the dress for the doll. Okay. There, there we go. Okay. She's she's like neutral good, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and I'd then say she's she's lawful good. Lawful good. And then our our highest uh, our <laughs> our highest rating is the actual whitey <laughs> from the story. <laughs> so uh, is yet to be determined. Yeah. I'm gonna dub the genetically modified supervillain. Okay. Because that's my name. Yeah, that's your name now. Okay. So genetically modified supervillain. Yeah. Uh, what's your rating for this book? I have two ratings for this book. One is if you have kids. One is if you don't have kids. Okay. If you have kids, this is absolutely a hardcover. It's adorable. It's a feel good story and it's really cute. It's really well written. If you don't have kids, it's boring as hell and nothing happens. Right. Except a little girl dies. So I would give it, (laughs) I would give it a, I would give it a, uh, I would give it a whitey if you have kids and I would give it a bike if you don't. Okay. Yeah. And well, it, it it gets the uh, it gets the honorary Bridge to Terabithia award. Yes, <laughs> along yes. with that, very much so, very much so. What was your least favorite part of the book? My least favorite part of the book was when the sister died. Oh, I, I honestly, I wasn't even thinking about that part. <laughs> <laughs> my least favorite part is they call him Whitey and they don't give a reason. Yeah, that's my least favorite part of the book. Yeah, it, well, and the only Whitey that I know is Whitey Bulger, who right. was head of the. Boston, like Irish crime yeah, yeah, family, he's like a mobster. Yeah, uh, and there's a movie about him called Black Mass, where he's played by Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah, and that's who I was picturing this whole time, <laughs> and it's hilarious. <laughs> um, I also read a book about a pixie and a dragon fucking, so I'm gonna go get that book now. What? Yeah. Are you? Oh my god! I'm okay. doing the thing. That's why oh I wanted to sit god. there. We're do, we're doing a double feature. That's right. I did it. I did the thing that you did. I faked you out. Revenge is so sweet. I bought these two books together with the intention of, uh, of doing this, but I also didn't realize they ended up being shorter than I thought they were, and I already right. thought they were short. Uh, so I also read... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm happy we're not going to have a 30-minute episode. That's, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, but you're also thinking, man, I can really get out of here now. <laughs> and I'm holding you hostage, which is what I think every no, time you do this. I'm excited. I, I'll have something to actually enjoy now. <laughs> Don't get too far ahead of yourself. Oh, God. Okay. So this is called Shimmer, The Beginning. It's by Nancy Lee Badger, and it's published. I didn't actually write down the publisher. Uh, It appears to be self-published. Oh, nice. Copyright July 2017. Okay. Okay. Um, It's also signed by the author. Here's the book. Wow. Where's the uh, signature? Oh, on the inside. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, It's pretty okay handwriting. She doesn't put the C in her name. She doesn't? Interesting. It says Nani Lee Badger. <laughs> uh, okay, and then the cover. Oh my god, uh, this is kind of a mess. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, it's real bad. So I'm assuming that is there a picture of the author? No, okay. not that I found. No, maybe that's her in the fairy costume. Could be. Um, this is a composite of many different images, and most of them have really shitty resolution. <laughs> Yep. Including the picture of the actual person, which you would think that would be the highest resolution. You would think. You would think. Her name is the highest resolution. Right. And then second is uh, a big golden dragon head. Uh, And that looks like a a free, either stock photo or like some free asset on a 3D model program or something. Yeah, it looks real bad. Uh, And then there's... There's there's a waterfall Mm -hmm. that's been really badly cropped from whatever image it came from, and it just sticks out everything has its own lighting none of the lighting matches up i can't can't wait 
I can't wait to get on this. <laughs> it's pretty great. The back is where it takes place. That's the Isle oh. of Skye in Scotland. Oh, cool. That I really want to go to the Scotland. Yeah, same. We should go in, to Scotland. In Ireland. I want to visit both of those places because yeah. they both look cool. So yeah, this is a book about a dragon and a fairy wanting to fuck. <laughs> Let's dive in. Uh, Rubina the fairy is running from Lawn, the dark fairy on the Isle of Skye. Lawn. L-O-N. Oh, like Lawn Lawn Ranch. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. She dives into a foul-smelling pool and hides like under an overhang. And when Lon leaves, she uses the magic to turn the pool into something amazing that will soothe and heal anyone who drinks from it. it, it would that kind of maybe give her away? Uh, he's gone. But what if he pretended to leave and he's just keeping an eye out? She's dumb. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So she turns it into a pool of chocolate. Yes. Something amazing that will soothe everyone yeah. who comes and drinks from it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, in her, uh, in her inner monologue, we find out that Lon, uh, kissed her without her consent. Oh my and God. And whispered in her ear the other things he wanted to do. Oh my God. That's actually creepy. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't say what they are. It just right. says the other things he wanted to do. I'm going to watch you fuck a dragon. I, th- I imagine it's like, we- I want to play lawn darts. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. That's yeah. that's pretty good one. Thank you. <laughs> Rubina sees a few woodland creatures. Uh there's like a stag and a doe and a couple pine martins uh okay. come and drink from the pool and immediately any injury they have is healed. Uh they appear stronger. It's basically like the ent brew from Lord of the Rings. Right. Right. Um they're, they're just bigger ro- and stronger than other creatures. They're roided out now. Pretty much. We also meet Duff. Does he make beer? No. No? Okay. No. Duff is a dragon who is injured from trying to find a mate. Okay. Mm-hmm. You good? I don't know. Okay. Well, let's check in later because yeah. I, I don't know. All right. We'll see. Uh, he senses some creature using magic near his cave and finds himself drawn to the pool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, side note here. I know Duff from the dish Skilly and Duff, which is basically like a like a soldiers or sailors stew okay makes him skilly and duff so hmm. his name is stew <laughs> just short for stupid yes do you ever have someone call you stew no like you do something dumb and they're like nice job stew no no they no. usually said dumbass <laughs> <laughs> at least they're more direct about it yeah i appreciated it Rubina hears something massive approaching and hides behind a waterfall at the pool. That's the, that's the waterfall on the cover. Okay. I just, I love that she could feel something massive coming. <laughs> the dragon knows she's there though. Okay. Uh, and asks who she is. She's smaller than his foot. Right. So, and, and terrified. So she jumps out engulfs herself in like a bright light and turns herself into a dragon. Okay. Like a female dragon. She casts prestidigitation. She also casts polymorph. So she's literally a dragon. Yes. She turns herself into a dragon. I thought it was an illusion. Okay. No, no. She is actually a dragon. Gotcha. Okay. Duff gets excited because he's looking for a mate, but (laughs) Rabina, like after realizing that he's not going to eat her, reveals her true form. Oh my God. So it's basically like a, Hey, you're a female dragon. She's like, y- yeah, not really. I just didn't want you to eat me. Why didn't she just like reject him and he just go away? Be like, yeah, I am. No, f- fuck off. 
I don't know. <laughs> it's a good question. It's a very good question. Because there's no guarantee you wouldn't eat her if she revealed herself. Yeah, yeah. That could still just happen. Yeah, she, she, look, they're vibing. So Duff is about to leave in search of a mate, which makes Rubina sad since she thought that they were friends now. <laughs> so what that, that's look, not mutually very, exclusive. She's very, very much, um, you know, the, the like pixies and fairies can only have one thing in their mind at a time and they feel emotions very strongly because they can only feel that emotion like, okay. th- like they can only feel happy or they can only, it's like Tinkerbell. Um, they can only feel jealousy and then they can only feel okay, one okay. thing at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, she very much exemplifies that at times. Right. At other times, she's just the author's co-insert. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so she, she's very much just like, now that, he's, now that he doesn't mean her harm, she's his best friend. Or like, he's her best friend. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's instant. But, but she's upset because he's going to go find a mate. Because he's going to leave. And she's like, what, what, you just got here. What do you mean? She's a fairy. She can follow him, right? Yeah. <laughs> she just can't leave this pool from now on? No, she can leave the pool. Okay. She just she just doesn't want him to go. She's just a crazy. Like, well, bitch. I guess I'll leave now. And she's like, "Well, but what if he didn't? No, come on. I don't like it. I don't either." <laughs> oh, I also never. I didn't mention this book is uh, seventy nine pages long. So it's even shorter than last. It's one. even shorter, but the typeface is much smaller. Oh, that okay. Yeah. So it's actually longer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All of a sudden, they catch both of them catch a whiff of a new scent. Humans. Okay. They both hide, and Rubina uses fairy dust to conceal them. Okay. She gasps at the man and woman who approach the pool. They're and hot. They are, and they both start banging. Yes! The man and the <laughs> yes! woman. Yes! <laughs> yeah. Okay. At least, at least that's, uh, you know, not interspecies. <laughs> yeah. I like, I mean, I'm not, look, look, I'm, I don't want to come off as old-fashioned. Okay. Or, or for segregation in any way. All right. But j- f- fuck in your own lane. Don't go fucking someone of a different species, please. I can get behind that. We need to keep the blood bloodlines pure. Maybe, I wouldn't, I wouldn't maybe have said that bit, in this context. Maybe a little bit much. Okay. Just yeah. Th- yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, only bang humans. <laughs> well, that's, that means humans are banging dragons and fairies are banging humans as well. No, 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 no. I, I, mean, I mean as general life advice to the listener. But what if the listener is a dragon or a fairy? Then I have made a grave mistake in my view of the world. <laughs> if you're a dragon or a fairy, please write in at a page too far at gmail.com. That's a page too far at gmail.com. Rabina gasps that the man's sexual organ <gasps> is huge. <gasps> and the dragon thinks to himself, yeah, you should see a dragon when he's aroused. Uh, but then it wouldn't, how does, I, I guess she could polymorph into something, but. You guessed it. <sighs> they watch for a bit with Duff asking questions about what they're doing. Like he doesn't have lips, he doesn't, right? Because he's a dragon. Oh, okay. okay so like, okay. what's the kissing? He doesn't have breasts. So like, why is he fondling her breasts? This is the lizard man again. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Beat for beat. I- exactly. Um, Rubina gets very flustered. So they, they sneak off. Uh, Duff gets sad again because he still doesn't have a mate. And, and Rubina says that with her fairy dust, she can grant any wish. This, I don't understand her powers. Um, they're very vague and what they need to be to facilitate romance. She's a goddess. She is a fairy princess. A princess? Yeah, we find out later that her dad is the king. The okay. Fairy king. This is scandalous. Yeah. 
Yeah. If the kingdom found out. Yeah. Actually. About her tomfoolery. Yeah. You guessed the B plot. Oh, okay. 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 I like it. (laughs) I like it. Uh, Duff says that he wishes to mate like the humans and to swim in the pool that she made. Well, it's occupied right now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. She says, I done and turns herself into a human female and Duff into a human male. Okay. And then he, after reveling in his new sensations, like the sharp feeling of pebbles on his feet, which, I mean, he's a dragon, so right. it never bothered him before. Yeah. Uh, goes in for a kiss. Stones never bother me anyway. But he's never had lips before, so he literally just drools on her face. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, okay. Not really. They do kiss. Um, but yeah. Some people might be near that. <laughs> the drooling? Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, chapter four can be summarized as they fuck. Adequate. Uh, oh, and at the end, an arrow flies over their heads, like like a, a like a like a bow and arrow arrow. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, flies over their heads. Chapter five. That was a that was a chapter I read. <laughs> the humans are back, and they want to kill Duff and take Rabina for their own. They see a man and a woman alone. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So they're like, we can just kill the man and take the girl because that's what we do because we're humans. What what happened to the other two? Did were they, they cool? They they were gone. So we don't see a, them again. This is a random band of ruffians. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Rubina and Duff are split up, um, but they both escape and they meet up later in their normal forms. So Rubina is a fairy. Duff is a dragon. Right. The magic has a time limit. So it wore off at noon. Well, okay. Okay. So she has all these, these abilities, but yes. she can't just undo it in an instant. Um, it doesn't say if she could or not, but she says like, if we get split up, this is going to happen at noon. And then they get split up and it happens at noon. You would think that she would change him back then and there and then he would fight them. He mentions, you're right. And I I didn't include something because I didn't see the relevance of it. But he mentions not wanting to reveal that he is an actual dragon to the humans because he doesn't want humans hunting dragons. He can kill them all. And then there's no one to tell the story. That's what I thought. That's why I didn't mention it. But, okay. uh, but yes, Yes is the answer. Yeah. If he kills everyone, if there are no survivors, then there are no, no, there's nobody to take back right. the story. So now Rubina tells, so they've escaped. Yeah. Rubina tells Duff about her culture a bit. Um, she's a, she's a vegan fairy. She doesn't eat meat. Um, the dark fairies do. Okay. Uh, but she eats, her favorite thing is like carrot broth. Ew. Um, she hates mushrooms. Okay. I'm with her on that. Yeah, I like the occasional mushroom. Um, and also that a dark fairy named Lon wanted her for his own. Just then Lon shows up. <laughs> and basically Nana Nana Poo Poo's Duff into following him, trying to catch him. Okay. Uh, but Duff turns back, realizing that it might be a ploy to separate him from Rubina. When he sees her in her human form, being hauled away by a group of men. Hauled away? <laughs> I, was, I, I wrote something different and I was trying to think of the words. <laughs> okay. Being hauled away. Gotcha. Incidentally, I feel like you need to know this because I know this. She's naked and the one guy has her over his shoulder and he just like slaps her ass. I didn't need to know that. Yeah. Uh, I know it. So you need to know it. Uh, yeah. I don't but like he's like, logic. Yeah. And, and there's some infighting between the humans of like, who's going to get her first. Um, okay. Yeah. 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 We shift to her perspective uh, and she's thinking how klutzy she is. She meant to shift into a dragon, but she panicked. And so she, when she was shifting, she thought of the human form because that was 
a really good sensation that she felt in her mind was still what, on it. Is this like browser history? You have to click on the tab and then you have your most recent polymorphs. You have to select the right one. You have to Im- hold the image of what you want to be in your mind. And well, how difficult is that? <laughs> well, she had just had a really good time as a human female, like yeah. a really good time. So that was what her mind was on. But you're, you're in danger. She was also flustered. She's a fairy. She sucks. Yes. <laughs> and she sucks. Yes. <laughs> Actually, no. No? No. Surprising. Yeah, he does. Well, you know. I'm sorry? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> she sucks and she blows. No. She just sucks. But it is interesting how those mean the same thing. It is. It's true. Yeah. She's gone from suck to blow. <laughs> Mega maid. I don't know why I did that in like a 1950s cartoon announcer voice. I don't voice. know either. Uh, a fire breaks out in the group of men out of nowhere and she escapes running into Duff in his human form. Wait, okay. Wait, uh, uh-huh. He was just dragon though. He was a dragon. How did he become human? That's what she says. Oh, okay. Yeah. He breathes fire again at the men and says, so he's human, but he can still breathe fire. Okay. He, I mean, it's magic. Uh, he says he thinks that when they banged, he retained the ability to shapeshift. Fuck off. Fuck off. They go back to his cave and bang again. Okay. And she notices a mark on his back and it's, so this is his human form. There's a mark on the back of his human form in the shape of a dragon. Okay. And it's like a cutie mark. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and it's in the same place that dark fairies have a mark. What the fuck? Dark fairies have a specific mark in a place. Well, they have a mark in a specific place and this mark is in that same place. <gasps> on his back? On his back. I would figure dark fairies would have it on their taint because that's the darkest part of a person. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe. <laughs> I don't like this book. Um, so like, there's like a little fake out where it's like, huh, is it lawn? Did lawn trick her? No, it's tough. She sneaks out to go home. Uh, and when we shift perspective, we find out it is Duff. Duff wakes to see lawn. This is a little bit later trying to steal a trinket from Duff's horde. So he's a dragon. He has a horde. <laughs> he has a horde. Okay. Yeah. Lon says he's going to follow Rubina to her home and win her back. You can't win her back because you never had her in the first place, but, yeah, you know. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, there's a moment where he's like, yo, Duff, uh, I'm going to go to her home and, and we're going to bang. Do you know where she lives? She didn't tell you. You're a loser. <laughs> maybe because you're always hanging out at her place, so she just doesn't go there anymore. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. So he leaves and Duff regrets that he has no idea where her home is. Rubina comes back, though, uh, like right after Lon leaves. And she says that she wanted to make sure he was okay after she saw Lon leave. So, like, she was just hanging out watching the cave entrance, I guess. I guess. I, I don't know. Doesn't say. Uh, yeah. She's going back and forth. Uh, he's a dragon. She's a fairy. Yada, yada, yada. It could never work. You could both shift into human forms. Yeah. Um, but eventually she does go home. Okay. She goes home to her mother. Her mother's name is Bumblebee. She calls her B. Okay. Yeah. The names are not impressing me in this book. No, no. Oh, that was something I wanted to mention about the uh, the angel book. Um, like every character gets a name except the main guy. Right, right. Yeah. Um, that bothered me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so her mother sees something is clearly wrong with Rubina. And, and Rubina tells her that Lon kissed her and wanted more, but she doesn't love him. But she does love another guy, but she can't see that guy anymore. Why not? Well, because it it wouldn't work. 
right? He's a dragon. It's been working. They literally made it work. But he's a dragon. And she's a fairy. They can't. They she's a fairy princess. They can't. So socially they can't unacceptable. So, yes, 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 okay. yes. Uh, her mom then confides a great secret. She was a dark fairy who married Rabina's father out of love. Okay. Yeah. They made a choice that rocked fairy society, and Rabina should do what she wants to do. Her father forbids it. No daughter of mine is going to marry a dragon. Then I'm not your daughter anymore. Pretty much. So naturally, she flies back to the island in the form of a dragon. She and Duff promise to live together for the rest of their days. Uh, she's going to pretend to be a dragon, and and occasionally they'll bang as humans, and occasionally they'll bang as fairies, and occasionally they'll bang as dragons. Is that, is that the end? Theme. Is that the... <laughs> but what? We can't be together because I'm a fairy and he's a dragon. Yeah. Oh, we'll just be together. Well, mom said it's okay. <laughs> she just said that she used to be a dark fairy. That's all she said. She, she, no, she said, I used to be a dark fairy. I married your father out of love. Yeah. You need to do what you need to do. That's not that. They're fairies. So I They're have, both fairies. They, they are. That's way different than a dragon and a fairy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have news for you. Yeah. This is a series. No, what are you doing? There are three other books. What are you doing? We're not. I'm not doing a double fake. Okay, okay. I was like, we're no. We still on the straight? <laughs> no, no. I'm not doing a double fake out. I kind of wish I was though, because it would have been really funny. Um, if it was a better book, I'd be down. But <laughs> that was <laughs> now. I I kind of wish I bought all four books. Were they all there at no. the store? No, no. But I could have found them online. Um, bought all four books and then did all four and kept faking you out one after uh. another. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. But uh but no the 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 single fake out is fine. Um yeah, that's the end of the book. Okay. Uh I don't know if the next so apparently this is like a prequel to the other books? What? But it's also like so I so think So it's not the first book. It I don't think it was the first book that was written, but it is chronologically the first book. Okay. I think. Kind of like the 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 what is it? Blood of Elves was the first written, but it's not chronologically like, Yeah, like the, the first. Witcher books, like the Narnia books, like yeah. the uh uh, Magician's nephew is the first chronologically, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few book series that that did that. Um, that's the end of Shimmer colon the beginning. Emphasis on the colon. Yeah, and the beginning. So uh, I, I shouldn't have to say it again. Nah. We we have a we have a rating system. Yeah. It's uh it's a rating system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with. Uh, using the same rating system, what would you rate the fairy and dragon banged? <laughs> I would, I would rate it a, I would, I would rate it a, a, a winged supervillain. Yeah. Um, it wasn't entertaining. It was competently written. Like I didn't notice any mistakes, but it also didn't make sense. Um, yeah. the, the abilities that they had were very vague and undefined. Which is kind of true of the Fae folk in general, but I also feel like some things about fairies are really sp- explicit. Right. And the things that were explicit in this book weren't the things that I wanted to read. Right, right. Get it? It's a sex joke. I, I got it. <laughs> the, the fucking dark fairy didn't seem to... He wasn't that much of a nuisance. No, no, he wasn't. And then at the end, I guess he just kind of didn't bother him anymore? Yeah, he kisses her, says it's free real estate, and then... <laughs> And then uh, kind of buzzes up. Well, we to be fair, we don't know what happens next in the series. But in this book, he's like, I'm going to win her back. And she's like, I'm going to go live with a dragon. Right. Right. Yeah. That's pretty much it. 
if you'd like to write to us and complain about this episode or praise us for our 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 bravery in diving into these these depths, uh, you can go ahead and email us at a page too far at gmail.com. That's a page T-O-O-F-A-R at a at a, at a gmail.com. At a at, at specifically <laughs> at a gmail.com. Oh, it's uh, a page to no, it's Scottish, not Irish. I was trying to do Italian. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a page to no, that's fucking a page too far. I can't do it. I can't. What's the, what's Italian sound like? A page too far. That's, no, that's it's Irish still. Again. I can't turn it off. Mamma mia. It's a page too far at gmail.com. I'm not Italian. I might be Italian. We also have socials, uh, Instagram, Twitter, all that jazz. We're also on YouTube. If you're listening to this on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. Uh, if you like the show, share it with your friends. Uh, get the, get the word out there. We're we're trying to grow. Yeah, we're trying. We're please, please. We're trying. We're somebody, trying so hard. Somebody asked me today. They said uh, they said what kind of stone do you have to give an Eevee to evolve it into a Patreon? <laughs> a uh, shit. I can't think of anything. I said I don't know. Maybe a father. What? <laughs> Patron? Pat? Pattern? Patriot? Oh, Pat. like uh, yeah, like. Patry means yeah. father. Yeah. That's all I got. That's all I Dude, I am I am misfiring I tonight. I fried your brain, and <laughs> I, I love it. I am I, so here for it. I can't do anything tonight. This is the funniest thing that I've ever done to, like in this booth in a very long time, and I am ecstatic, and you hate it, and it's wonderful. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got a lot of extra shit on our Patreons. Yep. Check us out at patreon.com slash a page too far. We have three separate tiers chocked full of shit in every sense of that word. Yeah. Uh, so check us out there and we hope to we hope to see you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Uh-